When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night to you. Hope you're good. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe wherever you may be. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard is holding it down for us in New York City. And we got a lot to discuss here on this Monday night. Game 7's all over the place. American League Championship Series. National League Championship Series. I mean, damn it, we got a game going on right now. Texas Rangers beating the Houston Astros. 8-2. Top of the fifth. This is a Game 7. Adolis Garcia is just, uh, he has lost his mind. This guy has an RBI in, in six straight postseason games. Hit that grand slam last night to help force tonight's game seven. It's just hitting the home runs all over the place. He, he's a beast. I'm looking at Adolis Garcia, and I'm saying to myself, is this the reincarnation of, of David Ortiz? I don't think I've seen somebody smash a team when the, the, the odds are so high, like what Adolis Garcia has been able to do this entire series and I don't know, maybe maybe he needed to get hit on Friday night. This dude has lost his mind just tonight. Three of three. Hit a bomb in the third inning. Has four RBIs in the game. And it's just, uh, he's a nut. Corey Seager contributing a home run. Evan Carter, two RBIs. It's just a, a wild game. And so if you are a Houston Astros hater, uh, congratulations. Because the Texas Rangers look like uh, that they're going to handle this and move on to the World Series. It's going to be a crazy sight to see. Meanwhile, earlier in the afternoon, we already saw another series get pushed towards a Game 7, and that happens to be Arizona, the Diamondbacks. They beat the Phillies. This final score there was 5-1, to one, and the Phillies, in a wild sense, in a, a history of about 140 years, they are going to their first game. Seven Arizona beats Philly five to one. We're going to talk about that momentarily. Uh, so much more to get into. Obviously, Monday Monday night football is going on right now, and in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings are beating the San Francisco 49ers, a surprising sixteen to seven. You wouldn't expect this out of the Vikings, uh, knowing how up and down they are. The answer into tonight with a record of two and four. The San Francisco 49ers, one of the best teams in the NFL at 5-1. and one. 
Uh, they've been dealing with some injuries, whether it's Debo Samuel, also Christian McCaffrey. And so that probably has a little bit of things or something to do with tonight's game. And then also Jordan Addison out of USC uh, playing out of his mind up until this point. Let's see if the 49ers can bounce back into this one. Currently losing to Minnesota 16-7. to We had some good games over the weekend. Last night at around this time, the Eagles were handing uh, the Dolphins their second loss. Uh, the Lions got smacked around by the Ravens. Bill Belichick picks up his 300th victory. It took him quite some time because these Patriots suck. So we got a lot to do. Hey, Shep, how you doing? You good? I'm doing well. I'm shocked, though. How are you, JR? Uh, what are you shocked about? These three games, the way they've played out. I can't believe it. Well, that's why they play the games, man. This is what makes a sport so interesting when uh, you, you have the unexpected uh, take place. And so let's see what happens. If you want to holler at me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm also everywhere online at JR Sport Brief. So thank you to everybody listening on the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, you can go ahead and find me there as well. All you got to do, ask that fancy computer that you talk to, ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. We'll keep you up to date on these two games that are currently going on. Uh, San Francisco losing to Minnesota. Uh, The Texas Rangers on their way, potentially, uh, to the World Series right now, leading 8-2. to two. But but let's talk about this game that took place earlier. Let's talk about a game that forced a Game 7 tomorrow in Philadelphia as Arizona, the Diamondbacks, the wild card team, the team that nobody knows who the hell any of these guys are. Well, maybe you're just learning about a few of them. Arizona is now one victory away from going to the World Series and representing the National League. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us remember the last time the Diamondbacks had a World Series appearance. They walked off, and they won in 2001, Luis Gonzalez against Mariano Rivera. And so the Phillies are really trying, trying their best not to choke away this series. They were favored here. They took care of Atlanta. Atlanta, a high-powered team, blasting home runs all season long. They take on these anonymous Arizona Diamondbacks. They take a 2-0 series lead, and then they lose two straight. And then they go up again over the weekend to make it 3-2. And then the Phillies lose tonight. The middle of the order, quiet right now. The Phillies only mustered six hits. And tonight, this afternoon, I should say, they lost at home for the first time this playoffs. In Arizona, they wasted no time in in getting on the board, getting on the board early in the second inning. They scored three runs, including back-to-back bombs by Tommy Pham, sorry, a former New York Met, and Lourdes Gurriel, who also hit a home run. They went back-to-back. The Phillies' only run came in the bottom half of the second as Brandon March had an RBI single, but that is all she wrote. Diamondbacks added another run in the fifth, added another run in the seventh, and there was your final score, Arizona beating Philly 5-1. to one. After the game, Philly's manager, Rob Thompson, knowing that they could only muster six hits, Merrill Kelly, 
for the Diamondbacks, pitched five innings, struck out eight. He wanted to pitch some more. They didn't let him. Rob Thompson said, our guys in the middle, eh, were they pressing? Well, this is his answer. Rob, did you see uh, some over-aggressiveness tonight from your lineup? From the offensively? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe a little bit, but, you know, he was getting ahead, you know. A lot of first pitch strikes. Um, he did get us to chase a little bit. So we just got to get back in the zone tomorrow and, and uh, hit like we can. They got to get back in the zone. I know we've seen a lot of bombs all postseason long. Kyle Schwarber, 0 for 2, two walks. Trey Turner, 0 for 4 in a strikeout. Bryce Harper, 0 for 3, two Ks. The Phillies, they, they, they got to wake up tomorrow, right? The Phillies got to wake up at home and, and, and give the people something to cheer about. They can't get eliminated by the Arizona Diamondbacks, right? Ranger Suarez is going to be on the mound tomorrow for Philly. Everybody looking forward to, to his demeanor, the, the calmness of a Ranger Suarez to go out there. And then Brandon fought. Young guy, young gun is going to be out there on behalf of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Speaking of a young guy, Corbin Carroll. This is the star for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Today he had a, a quiet one, one for four with two strikeouts. He was asked after the game, hey, Corbin, what are your thoughts on forcing a game seven here? This is what Corbin Carroll had to say. It's hard to put into words, but I think everyone's just excited. To, you know, it's going to be hard to sleep tonight. Um, just, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow's it. It's, it's win or go home, and um, I think everyone's obviously incredibly excited for that. Everybody's incredibly excited for that. You have to be. Who would have thought the Arizona Diamondbacks would have been here with only 84 wins? Who would have thought the Arizona Diamondbacks would have been in this position, a team that most folks have have never even heard of. You'd be hard-pressed to pick out half of the damn Diamondbacks, maybe three-quarters of them, out of a lineup, and here they are. An opportunity to go to the World Series, something that they have not done since 2001. It feels like yesterday. Mariano Rivera standing on the mound, trying to put the Diamondbacks away in a a bloop single by Luis Gonzalez, arms and legs jumping out of the batter's box, knowing that he just secured a victory. And the Arizona Diamondbacks, their fans, they know what it feels like. They want to be able to go out there and feel it again. I'm going to go ahead and select Philly to pick up a victory tomorrow at home. I I think their bats are going to wake up, and, you know, maybe the lights haven't been so bright for Arizona and the Diamondbacks so far. But for this go-around, I'm going to go ahead and pick them to still advance, or at least the Phillies to advance at home and go to the World Series. What a what a collapse it would be. This is not your monumental 3 nothing collapse, but the Phillies should have ended this quite some time ago. And speaking of avoiding, well, not a collapse, but a loss, San Francisco 49ers, they just got back on the board. Christian McCaffrey running it down. The score is now 19-14 to 14 Minnesota. Christian McCaffrey 
and Brock Purdy yelling at him with, with, with good reason there. 35-yard touchdown. Christian McCaffrey is able to take it to the house. About eh, a little less than six minutes left in the game. Plenty of time for the 49ers to still come back and win this one overall. Meanwhile, in Houston, Texas, where there are a bunch of miserable fans sitting around right now, the Texas Rangers, they still lead the Houston Astros. The score there at the top of the sixth is currently 8-2. to two. And since I got on air, Madolis Garcia, you don't have to worry about it right now. He didn't hit another home run. He didn't drive in another run. Uh, it's because he didn't step up to the plate. Hey, Chef, that dude is uh, – what did he do over the last couple of days? Is, did he have something to drink? Do I need to find whatever the hell he's been on and, and ingest some of it? He did have a couple innings off. What? He did have a couple innings off. Oh, from what, being ejected? <laughs> yes. Is that what helped him on Friday? I think so. I think he feels like he let, he let that uh, opportunity go when they should have been up 3-2 in the first place. I don't think he's that smart, Chef. Don't give him too much credit, okay? He's, he's I know playing this man like is he's out- smart. Say again? He's playing like he's smart. Opposite field home runs, like he's, they are. He, like you said, this is something we haven't seen since David Ortiz. Yeah, I don't, well, he wasn't playing smart on Friday. Uh, I don't know if he regrets what he did. It certainly fired him up. He is, uh, he's, he is on a roll unlike any player that, that I can remember, like I said, since, since David Ortiz. And unless the Houston Astros have a, uh, a grand slam left in them, and, and anyone who's ever watched enough baseball, yes, it is an 8-2 game. Wilder things have happened. Is it likely now that the Texas Rangers are going to win? Yes, absolutely they're going to win. I'm sure that there's an ESPN stat that says that they are, I don't know, 90. I'm looking at it now. There is a uh, 97% win probability. ESPN says that the Texas Rangers hold on and win this game. But anyone who's watched baseball knows, look, it takes a couple of wild pitches, takes a couple of swings, and there's certain things that you just can never predict. But it looks like the Rangers are on their way to the World Series. We'll go ahead and keep you up to date on this Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. We'll keep you up to date on the Minnesota Vikings beating these San Francisco 49ers right now, 19-14, and then we'll talk to you as well. You know, why the hell not? We got phones. They work. If you want to talk to me, the number, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know what? Speaking of, of Philly, I know the Phillies disappointing some folks tonight. Not just going to the World Series and getting it over with, having to play another game tomorrow. Last night at this time, the other Philadelphia team was in action, and that was the Eagles. There were a lot of Eagles at the game tonight cheering on the Phillies. It didn't help them win, but the Eagles handled business last night against the Miami Dolphins. I told you Philadelphia is in a great spot right now. I don't want to call it Titletown, USA, uh, but the Eagles in the regular season certainly handling business. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And Oh, how about this, Shep? Adolis Garcia, he popped out. I saw that. Oh, my God. He, he, he didn't hit a home run. He didn't hit a double. He didn't hit a triple. Didn't send a ball to the moon. Adolis Garcia is actually a human being. 
And we'll talk more about him as the night continues on. We're going to talk about this Eagles victory over the Dolphins on the other side. Hey, happy Monday night to you. It's good to be back. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh my God, man. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was in the process of, of going down the field, engaging with a blocker. Uh, it looked like a 49er fell into the back of his foot. And he had to sit his behind on the grass, on the field, and have some doctors run into him or run over to attend to him. And in the process of looking at the replay, uh, you know, his his foot got caught underneath him. And it just bent, kind of bent forward and was planted, maybe hyperextended in a way that a foot is not supposed to go. And uh, I'm looking at Hawkinson when he was laying out there or sitting down on the floor it just it didn't look good. And so hopefully it's a, a minor nothing injury. Uh, it may not be. And so we'll see what's going on with Hawkinson. I'm sure we'll find out throughout the course of the night after the game tomorrow morning and what have you. Uh, as of right now, the Minnesota Vikings still lead the San Francisco 49ers 19-14. to 14. And then if you're keeping tabs on what's going on in the American League Championship Series Game 7, The Texas Rangers, they just put another run on the board. Uh, The Rangers lead the Astros 10-2. And so if you want to consider that a little bit of insurance, Lowe just hit a home run to right, uh, putting them up 10-2. Wild stuff here. Ironically, Brian Abreu is the one pitching. Uh, We found out that his suspension has been upheld. He's the one who decided to hit. Uh, Adolis Garcia, although I don't think he did it intentionally, uh, he's going to start that suspension next season. Uh, Not going to really matter too much if he's helping to blow the game tonight. Let's see if the Houston Astros can come up with eight runs. I I don't think so. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS if you want to give me a holler. I told you about the Arizona Diamondbacks beating the Philadelphia Phillies earlier this evening, 5-1. to one. But last night, an Eagles team did win a game. And then also this afternoon, that same Eagles team decided to make a trade as they try to go back to win a championship. And that would happen to be the Eagles, obviously. Let me tell you about the trade. The Philadelphia Eagles were able to go out there and pick up Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. I guess Howie Roseman, after picking up A.J. Brown, he wanted to get somebody uh, to help out on the defensive side of the ball, especially when you've had injuries to, to Blankenship, etc. And so the Eagles are sending Terrell Edmonds a safety. They're sending him a 2024 fifth and sixth round pick to Tennessee for Kevin Byard. And Kevin Byard is on an extend, or excuse me, he's on an expiring contract. This is someone who led the NFL in interceptions a few seasons ago. He's also one of the hardest-hitting dudes that you'll see in the league. 
And so the Philadelphia Eagles, they pick up uh, some help here. And they need help, even though their record right now is 6-1. I'll talk about that in a second. Kevin Byard already put a note up on social media thanking everyone with the Tennessee Titans, thanking the family, the assistant coaches, his teammates, and then especially the Titans fans. And so he's going to be doing some, some, some good things for the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't have to worry too much about cash, especially because he's on that expiring contract. And if you didn't know, you didn't remember, the NFL trade deadline is at the end of this week. So Howie Roseman uh, getting ahead. But for the game last night, the Eagles' defense, it didn't look like they needed some help. They held the Dolphins to a season-low 17 points. The Eagles held the Dolphins to only 244 yards total. It's just flattened, period. And when you think about the Dolphins, one of the first things that comes to your damn mind is just putting up 70 points like it's nothing. They can't do that every time. And so the Eagles led 17-10 to 10 at the half. Tyreek Hill uh, able to score at the end of the first half to make the game a little bit more interesting. It was, it was a little, little sloppy, a little sloppy from, from both sides. Uh, Tua Tonga-Valoa, only 216 yards passing, uh, had a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw a pick six and then immediately threw a touchdown right after. Uh, we saw a tush push that a lot of people absolutely hate. A.J. Brown finishing with 137 yards in the air and one touchdown. But more importantly, the Eagles show that they could still win, even though they haven't performed at full strength. And then Dolphins, Dolphins still got some work to do. They fall to 5-2. and two. And so after the game, Tua Tonga-Valoa, understanding that they didn't have the best showing, he said, yeah, man, well, we didn't play up to our potential. It's tough when you come on the road against a really good team and you're not able to, to execute the way you expected to execute, not execute the way we wanted to execute. Um, but you got to give props to, to those guys and their coaching staff. Uh, they did a real good job in preparing for us. Well, I mean, come on now. Nick Sirianni looks like he, he doesn't leave his, his basement. That's just the... The fact of it. And speaking of, the, the Minnesota Vikings can't buy health right now. Hawkinson comes back into the game. I told you about his foot. He comes back into the game. And Jordan Addison, who's been having a hell of a game, especially trying to hold things down. What's, what's uh, Kirk Cousins is always in, in danger, getting smacked around somewhere. Hawkinson comes down with a pass after busting up that foot. Jordan Addison tonight, 110 yards receiving to go along with two touchdowns. This rookie out of USC, and he is taking a slow, slow walk back to the locker room. Hey, Chef, there must be something in the water out in Minnesota. None of these guys can, can stay healthy. It's a shame because, like, this is the game that turns around their season. I mean, they've been playing better as of late. They've been close in a lot of these losses. This can totally flip the script on their 2023. And so you hate to see it get spoiled because of uh, them not being able to just put guys on the field. Hey, listen, you're, you're more optimistic than I am. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota Vikings are, are sinking ship on the way to absolutely nowhere. At 2-4? Uh, even if they – say again? At 2-4? and four? 
Yes, man. What are they going to do? Okay. I mean, what, I, what, yeah. what realistically, what do you expect? Regardless of whether they win tonight or lose tonight. Right. Whether they go two and five, which is absolutely ugly, or they go three and four. What are you expecting from them in December and January? Well, I mean, no disrespect to Devante or, or Stefan or, or Cheetah, but I believe when healthy, and he's not obviously on the field, which makes this game even more impressive, what they're doing, they have the best position player in all of football in Justin Jefferson. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a more than serviceable quarterback. They can do something, JR. This division, I know the Lions, they were running away with it. I don't know if that's 100% after what we saw against the Ravens. The Vikings can get back in this division, man. Okay, let me forget the division. Right. What do you expect from the Minnesota Vikings? What do you what do you expect for them to do well, this year? Well, look, if if we're being if we're calling a spade a spade, the chances are not good that they can contend. It doesn't mean they won't though. That that that's all I'm saying. That the door is not completely shut on their season. The, it it, it could have been, but they've come back with a vengeance and in this Monday night football, remember JR, that 49er game um, that against against the Browns, that should have been a 49ers victory. I, I have not seen the 49ers yet. Now, injuries aside, I have not seen them get their asses handed to them the way they have so far in Monday Night Football. So to answer your question, what am I expecting? I think the Vikings can um, have a good shot at ultimately contending in this division. Okay. The, the Minnesota Vikings are a complete waste of time. They are. Regardless of whether they go two and five tonight or San Francisco uh, comes back and they go two and five or whether they end up winning, they're not going anywhere. They are, are, are wasting everybody's time. You're either competing for a Super Bowl or you're going the wrong direction. And the, the Minnesota Vikings, even dating back to last season, they are just they exist. They're not doing anything. Kirk Cousins is on his way to, to being a free agent. Uh, the defense for the Minnesota Vikings has been a sham. When you look back at the games that they won last year, even winning 13 games and only losing four, uh, it was it was fool's gold because every game they they basically walked a tightrope. Uh, a lot of games they gave up a crap ton of yards in the air, and so they, they they've hit reality. Like football is such a, it, it's not an exact science. That's why every given Sunday or any given Sunday is is real because you can be the absolute best team in the league. And the worst team in the league, per se, can just go out there and beat you. Ball bounces this way, ball bounces that way, and there you have a game. And so Minnesota, like the reality is, for years, they've quote-unquote been in contention. They've been okay. They've been good. They're supposed to make a move. They're at the end of the line here because sooner than later, they're going to have to move on from Kirk Cousins, and that might have to come. Like in the next several months, we might be looking at the end of Kirk Cousins here uh, as a Minnesota Viking. And so when you look at the teams in the NFC, the ones that are good, the team that they're beating right now, whether it be the 49ers, we just talked about the Eagles, the the Vikings wouldn't even accidentally uh, end up in that space and and have a turnaround. And so this is a waste of time. Unfortunately, we got a lot of teams, especially at this point in the NFL season, that are just just wasting time, not going anywhere. I find it comical, absolutely comical. You know, their conversations uh, uh, about New York and it's, the New York Giants. Can the New York Giants turn their season around? It's like, okay, they can turn their season around and be respectable if you want to consider it that. 
But to be in contention for anything, no. And I see the Vikings pretty much in that same space, win, lose, or draw tonight. Unfortunately, not having Justin Jefferson hurts. Uh, Jordan Addison walking to the locker room in a very slow walk hurts. And, uh, you know, thank God at least TJ Hawkinson has stepped back out onto the field and contributing. The third quarter just ended in the game. Minnesota currently leading 22-14. to 14. And so the San Francisco 49ers have a quarter to go ahead and turn things around. We know how, with how dynamic that offense is. It wouldn't be a surprise if they were to go out there and do so. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We talked about the Eagles knocking off those Dolphins. Next up for the Eagles, they face the commanders in their division. And the Miami Dolphins, well, they host the New England Patriots, who surprisingly picked up a big win against Buffalo. And, you know, speaking of, of the Eagles, I do want you to hear from the man who's – he hasn't had the same type of year last season where he was an MVP candidate, and that happens to be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts threw an interception. He threw two touchdowns. He rushed for another one. It's a lot of up. It's a lot of down. Numbers not on par with what he did last year. And he says, you know what? Yeah, we won the game. We're 6-1. and one. We can do better. I think we played really good compliment, complimentary football. Um, had some um, negative plays, obviously, with the fumble by me. Can't have that. and um, the, I must be living bad with the other one, um, the tip ball. But um, and I'm just happy how we played together, happy how we persevered, and we, um, we found ways to respond and um, really did a good job in the fourth. Yeah, well, let's see what they do against those Washington commanders. Uh, NFC East teams always play each other tough. Minnesota Vikings, I told you, taking on the 49ers right now. Uh, they just showed the graphic on the air. I talked about how, how much of a tightrope things have been for the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, in one-score games, the Minnesota Vikings were 11-0. One-score games, they were 11-0. This year, they already have four losses and one score games. That's the most in the NFL. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, the Dolphins weren't the only team that got a little bit of a surprise yesterday. We had a couple of them. There's a rookie QB that nobody ever heard of. They got a victory for the Bears, and another team considered to be good playing in the same damn division as those Minnesota Vikings, the Lions. They got destroyed by the Ravens. We're going to talk about some of those surprises on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How are you, buddy? I really appreciate your show. Uh, you know, night in and night out. I uh, agree with the last caller. Once again, from Seattle, you do a, you know, a good common sense approach to the show. Thank you for having me on. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
You just heard it from Marco Belletti, the Texas Rangers. 10-2 over the Houston Astros. It looks like we're not going to have a, a repeat champion in Major League Baseball, a World Series champ. Houston doesn't look like it's going to go back-to-back. The last time we had a repeat champ, we got to go to, to 2000. We got to look at the New York Yankees, 98, 99, 2000. It's the last time we had a repeat champ. Shows you how difficult it is to go ahead and win in, in Major League Baseball. Shows you how what the New York Yankees did uh, 20 and 25 years ago now at this point was just so difficult. And so it's the bottom of the seventh. Still some time for Houston to get something up on the board. Uh, Still some time as well for the Texas Rangers to continue pouring it on. Meanwhile, Monday Night Football, that rolls on. Right now, the Minnesota Vikings are beating the 49ers 22-17. About 12 minutes left in the game. I told you about Jordan Addison stepping away for a few minutes, walking to the locker room. They're saying that he was only dealing with cramping. For the Minnesota Vikings tonight, He's been able to haul in 110 yards receiving to go along with two touchdowns. Not too shabby when you have an opportunity to go out there and hold down the fort in place of Justin Jefferson. Also nice to see TJ Hawkinson uh, back out there playing as well after he went down with that that foot issue and foot injury. So uh, let's see if Minnesota can go out there and hold things on. I told Shep uh, before the break, even if the Minnesota Vikings walk away with this victory tonight, I see him going nowhere. I mean, even for a team that's that's sitting on the line, even when when you have the opportunity and the possibility of going two and five, even if you go the other direction, I, I still think the team is is going nowhere. And, and when you take a look at some of the other teams playing in their conference, taking a look At the NFC North, it's certainly up for grabs now with Aaron Rodgers out of the division now playing or at least rehabbing for the New York Jets. That's an opportunity, yeah, for the Vikings, an opportunity for the Lions, for uh, the Packers, and and even, I guess, for the Bears. And so let's talk about a couple of those teams in the NFC North. Yesterday, the Lions had a chance. They had an opportunity to show that, yeah, we're aggressive, we're new, Jared Goff is playing out of his mind, we got offense, and they got smacked. The Baltimore Ravens punched them in the mouth. Lamar Jackson almost had a perfect game, hooking up with the new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. Lamar Jackson finally hit peak Lamar yesterday. 357 yards passing to go along with three touchdowns in the air. Mark Andrews had two. Nelson Aguilar had the other. Lamar rushed for another TD. He played like a man possessed. And even moving on and and keeping things rolling, they're going to have an opportunity against the Cardinals next week. And so good on the Ravens for laying down the beating. The Lions didn't score until the fourth quarter. And the Ravens, their defense is holding it down. They've only allowed seven touchdowns this season. That's seven touchdowns. They played in seven games. And the Ravens, that's that's the lowest amount in the entire NFL right now. And Dan Campbell afterwards, he said, listen, man, we got our asses kicked. Those guys, they, they played well. They kicked our ass. And uh, it's a credit to them. Lamar beat us. Uh, he hammered us with his arm, 
Um, you know, he, he threw the ball extremely well. He ran when he needed to, um, and we did not handle it well. You know, our, our energy was good, which is crazy. You come out of a game like that and you look at the score. Our energy was good, but our detail and discipline, which has been so good over the last four or five weeks, was not good enough. So uh, self-induced, that was a combination of a lot of different a lot of different things, you know, and just like we win as a team, we lose as a team, and that was that was one of those. Oh, yeah, they collectively lost as a team. Jameer Gibbs, it took uh, a couple of minutes into the fourth quarter before they even got anything, and then I don't know why. Why not? You know, they went for the two-point conversion. Why not? And uh, so they only ended up with six points, and the Ravens beat them down, beat them up, smacked them up 38-6. to six. The Lions are going to take on the Raiders Monday night football next next Monday, obviously. So let's see what happens. And I think I think the Lions are probably going to bounce back against the Raiders. Why? Because the Raiders stink, and people are looking at Josh McDaniels and they're going, "What is this? What is this guy still doing here?" I think Max Crosby is sick of him. I think Devontae Adams is sick of him. I think the fans are sick of him. They got beat by the Bears. 30 to 12. A rookie quarterback that nobody heard of until I think Thursday or Friday. A D2 rookie quarterback. An undrafted D2 rookie quarterback out of the great Shepherd University. Tyson Bajant, 162 yards passing. And a touchdown. They let him complete 21 of 29 passes. What the hell? Hey, Shep, your last name is Shepard. Do you even know where Shepard University is? I didn't know there was a Shepard University, JR. Nobody did. And this is who the Raiders let walk out onto a football field and beat them. The old man, Brian Hoyer, who's been around, I don't know, since uh, they wore leather helmets, Brian Hoyer had 129 yards and two interceptions. Jalen Johnson uh, snapped out or snatched out all two of those INTs. And this is just embarrassing. You know, we'll see what happens with Justin Fields when he's able to go back out there and throw a football uh, with that busted up thumb. He'll be straight. He'll be fine. The Bears are going to take on the Chargers. But for the Raiders, this is embarrassing. I, I don't. I don't know how they they bounce back from this. Uh, Matt Eberflus, looking at his D2 rookie quarterback that no one has ever heard of, he said Tyson Bajant did a a good job. Listen to this. Talk about Tyson. um, You know, like we talked about all week, you know, there was poise, uh, there was pocket presence. uh, He did get some pressures sometimes, and he did evade the rush and deliver the ball down the field, which I thought he did a really nice job of of distributing the ball to the skill. Um, and that was uh, really good to see uh, multiple receivers and all those things, but that was good. I, I, I pride myself on, you know, watching the games, knowing guys, remembering people. I didn't, I never heard of this dude. It's like the Bears held auditions and just pulled people off of the street and ended up with this guy. You want to talk about Brock Purdy being Mr. Irrelevant on the run that that he started on last season. If he and I get it, the Bears aren't going anywhere. Brock Purdy out here trying to compete for a Super Bowl. 
if Brock Purdy is Mr. Irrelevant, what do you what do you call it? What do you call Tyson Bajan? Like Mr. Non-existent. Anonymous? <laughs> Say again, Sean? Um, Mr. Non-existent. Mr. Non-existent. Because there hadn't been someone like him before ever doing this. No, ever. Never. It's something for his family to be proud of. He may never start another game. We may never see him again. Or he might be uh, the next Brock Purdy. Unlikely. But Tyson Bajan, how about this? People want to talk to him. He spoke after the game because he's an NFL player. Uh, and he just talked about just what it felt like uh, to even get to this point. This was on Fox Sports. Definitely had nerves today. I appreciate Coach looking out for me. Uh, not not so much so that I that I might have needed that, but you know that's just one example of everybody that's been looking out for me this week and having my back. And you know, obviously, I could not appreciate that anymore. Tyson, you told me that so many times in Division Two football, you were told. Division one is a different universe and you were not ready for it. So let's inspire some people today for every division two player who is told this is too big for you. What would you like to say after your first win in the NFL universe? Man, I would just, you know, I always resort to just the work that needs to be done. Don't ever stop working. Don't ever let anybody's opinion stop you from chasing what you want. Um, and that, that's really what it boils down to me. Just the work tirelessly working day in and day out and never stopping. And, you know, great, thing, great things can be a result of that. Good for him. Undrafted out of Shepherd University. He was uh, the third string until a couple of weeks ago, and then he jumped in front of Nathan Peterman. And so he's, he's earned everything that he got here. Now, Justin Fields, when he comes back, he'll be in the background again, but good on him. You like to see the stories and just knowing that, Hey, just because you're a high draft pick doesn't mean things are going to work out. And he wasn't even drafted. So God bless him. Hopefully he gets more of a chance or an opportunity somewhere else or maybe uh, even with the Bears. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. American League Championship Series, the Rangers add another run. They're up 11-3 to over the Houston Astros on their way to the World Series just waiting for this game to end. And the Minnesota Vikings, they just picked off Brock Purdy. Minnesota leads 22-17. to We'll update you on these games. And I'll tell you about another team that had a big win yesterday. It's the Patriots and Belichick. He hit a milestone. We'll talk about it. CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.